when we are in the energy of lack, we block ourselves from receiving what we truly desire. And we can really only attract what matches the vibration that we're holding in that moment. So if that vibration is of lack, is of hunger, is of need, the type of love that we're going to be attracting and the type of sexual partners that we're going to be attracting is going to be of wounded love because what exists within us when we are holding that energy of of emptiness, of the void, of the need, of the attachment to this thing to save us, that is the projection of our own wounds onto the other person. And it's time that like as a society, we begin to take responsibility for our own energy so that we're not wounding others by having sex with them. Hello and welcome to Bad Witches Only. I'm your host, Ali Schlenner. I am so fucking excited you're coming back and showing up today. Our episode today is going to be fun as fuck. And also at the same time, I'm feeling vulnerable and I procrastinated the shit out of this episode. And I was like, oh my God, do I want to record? Do I want to talk about this shit? How can I procrastinate a little bit more? How can I spend five hours making an outline that I'm probably not even going to use? Yep. Hi, here we are. And today we are talking about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. If you guys could see me, I am over here shaking shaking my tail feather and uh, letting it loose, letting my freak flag fly as I dance it out. So I just want to preface this episode to any people in my community, like my parents or grandparents or (laughs) uh, aunts, uncles, anybody, if you don't want to hear me talk about sex, just turn this shit off right now. You do not need to stay present for this. It is probably better for everybody in the best interest of all for you to just turn this off. All right. Thank you so much. Moving the fuck on. Um, so today, talking about sex, as I mentioned, I felt a whole fucking shit ton of resistance and overwhelm and just a lot of emotions that came up within me as I was planning today's episode. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that and like some of the downloads that came through surrounding why it was so strong um, and start there. So yeah, I procrastinated the shit out of this episode. I can't lie. And also totally random, but I feel like I need to insert this little bit of information really quick. <laughs> Now that my parents, my grandparents, everybody has logged off, I have a bug bite on my butt cheek and my right butt cheek, and it is <laughs> pissing me off like no other. And so I'm like slightly distracted by that motherfucking bug bite. Like this bug just bit me in like four different places. And all I could think about was this guy who I used to bartend with who would walk around and sing, I eat ass, 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 I eat ass. And I was thinking about how that bug must have been. <laughs> I must have been having that same experience. So anyway, I had my ass eaten literally by a fucking bug. And I'm here squirming, not only because I'm talking about sex and sexuality, but also because like I have a bug bite on like the (laughs) very inwards of my asshole and I don't know how it got there. (laughs) 
So anywho, now that we've talked about that, I also want to share with you, if you have not had the dried mango from Trader Joe's, you need to have it. It's like my favorite thing in the entire world. And I just had some for a little pick-me-up buttercup before this episode. Um, so now that I have those two things off of my chest telling you about my my ass issues and <laughs> my dried mango obsession, we can now move the fuck into sexuality and sex. What did I tell you? I'm really good at procrastinating this topic. All right, back on track, baby. Um, So before this episode, I was like, you know what? I need to fucking get out of my head and get into my body because I was trying to do all of this research to prepare for today. And that research I felt was just really keeping me stuck in my fucking mental processes and out of my emotional processes. So I talk a lot about like our spiritual bodies and the energies of our aura. We have our physical aura, we have our mental, we have our emotional, and then we have the spiritual. They're all different and interconnected, but when we tend to be so lost in our thoughts, it's really hard for us to be in our feelings. And same for the other way. When we're really stuck in our feelings, it's hard for us to think logical thoughts. So With that and acknowledging that I was really deep in the fucking thinking part of me, I said, all right, Allie, it's time for you to get into your feeling body. So I did some breath work and just really wanted to get back in touch with the wisdom that exists within me and really access that like spiritual auric body as well as the physical in my, just like my bodily sensations and what was coming up there and just be present with my feelings and my emotions as I move through this because our sex and sexuality is so deeply connected to our sacral chakra and I'll talk a lot about the sacral chakra as well because it's so intertwined in this topic it's really hard for us to speak about the energetics of sex and sexuality and not discuss the importance of the sacral chakra so with that our sacral chakra rules our emotions the element of the sacral chakra is water and water is connected to our emotions. You think about like some of the water signs in our lives uh, astrologically. We have Cancers and Scorpios and um, what's the other water sign? Hey guys. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allie. Nice to meet you. I can't remember the fucking other water sign. Um, <laughs> we have Cancers and Scorpios and wait, hold on. We're going to look it up because I can't be this person. Oh my gosh, Pisces. Hi, Pisces, the sweetest, the sweetest of all signs. Um, Gentle, gentle souls. And I mean, every soul is sweet in their own way. So anywho, if you think about the water signs in your life and their sensitivity and the just like the compassion and the love and how deeply they are connected to their feelings, it's all expressed in different ways uh, based on like how these people's personalities come out and are expressed, but that sensitivity and that compassion and those deep emotions exist within them and as they exist within us all. So I really had to come back to this like space of in touch with my emotions as I was preparing for this episode because sometimes as well when I think about sex and sexuality and the things I've been through in my life, for example, like 
sexual trauma. And I do want to give a trigger warning uh, while it's on the forefront of my mind about rape and sexual assault. So acknowledging some of the things I've been through in my life, sometimes when I talk about them, I operate from more, or at least at first when I was going through um, like reliving this experience, I was operating more from a logical point of view. And that can also be a coping mechanism is to not be present with our feelings and what we've been through because they feel like too fucking much. So we put them in a box and we operate from our logical mind. We disassociate from our feelings because the feeling body is so overwhelmed and overstimulated and we just don't know what to do with all of these things that we're feeling because they're so deep and overwhelming and they really like take over our bodies, right? And we feel so much that we shut down and we have all have different ways of shutting down. Um, but regardless, that doesn't mean that we don't need to be present for our feelings when we are experiencing these things, when we're reliving these things, when we're telling our stories. And I really do want to be in a point, at a point in my life where I feel integrated and open to operate from, yeah, I've been through these things and be present with my feelings as I share these stories because each and every time I talk about what I've been through, it's an opportunity for me to sit with my fucking feelings and to be present with them and to breathe slower and to bring that breath into my heart and to comfort myself with more love and to move through that experience differently. And that is a huge part of my healing process. So beginning this episode with breathwork for me brought me right to that space. Breathwork is like one of my, one of my portals to just be really deeply in touch with myself. And it's probably the fastest portal that I use. Um, and I'm so fucking thankful for that. Like so fucking thankful to have that, to set me up, to be able to speak about this topic from a place of unconditional love and acceptance for me first, and to share the wisdom that comes from the energetics and the wisdom that lives within me and the wisdom that lives in like the literature and all of these, all of these places, wherever the wisdom fucking comes from. <laughs> so anywho, what fucking came through in that breathwork session is how I want to start this episode. Even though I've already started this episode, I'm already really far in high, long-winded alley over here. So this topic, we are connecting to our sense of worthiness. And that is one of the main topics. And the feeling inside of us that exists when we pull back all of those layers are these these questions of, am I enough? And am I deserving? And am I worthy? But it's really this land of not enoughness. When I tap into that energetically, that is what I feel. And as I share about this topic, what comes up for me and why it was so hard for me to like get back connected is because as I share my, my truth and my wisdom and my perspective on these different topics, I have to be deeply in touch and grounded in my worth and in the value of my words. And that is something that I'm still working on and something that I'm looking at and being honest with myself and saying, okay, I am enough even when XYZ, I am enough even though XYZ, I am enough unconditionally. And like we have all of these stories in our minds and all of these experiences that we've been through. And to look at those experiences and to still say, I am enough is fucking huge. And that is something that I had to get real with myself 
in during this breathwork session was, okay, these messages that flow through me, I deserve to be connected to my worth and to share them. And there is so much value in me sharing them. And it's time for me to motherfucking own that and claim that. And I know it feels scary, especially talking about something so fucking personal, but we're doing it. And so, yes, that is definitely something that came through. And yeah. And also in this energy center of the sacral, we store so much trauma Really, this is the center where things tend to get stuck and we tend to like put it, I saw the imagery of us putting all of these things in a box and just kind of locking it up and hoping it would go away. This is past pains, past hurts, past traumas that we just don't want to fucking deal with. We don't know how to deal with. And as I was talking about earlier, it's that feeling of overwhelm in our emotions where our feeling body just kind of shuts down and it turns off and it puts this shit in a box. So going into this energy of sexuality is a really fucking brave and courageous thing to do. And every like little tiny painful action that we've done to compromise our worth also lives in this area. Say for example, we are, I'll give a personal example. Um, when somebody who I was dating cheated on me and I went back to him and like didn't even acknowledge that he had cheated on me or I didn't know what to, I didn't want to deal with that. So I just, I went back to him. It was easier for me to do that than it was for me to be still with my emotions and to be honest with myself and say, yeah, this isn't fucking the way that I want to live. This isn't my, this isn't what I deserve, period. And I did accept that. Um, and like, you know, I'm not saying necessarily that when somebody cheats, you you can't go back to this person. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm just saying in my own life, I knew that wasn't true. And when I chose to do the opposite of what I knew in my body was real for me, I was betraying myself and my sense of self-worth. So as we tap into our sense of self-worth, we have to acknowledge the times in our lives when we haven't chosen to honor that sense of worth. And that is not just in relation to sexuality, but as we do this healing work, it is so fucking broad. It extends outwards from that space of self-worth and sexuality is just an expression of that, right? So acknowledging that deeply within us and choosing differently the next time because as we acknowledge the things that we've done in our lives that haven't been serving to us and that didn't honor our worth, we then are able to choose differently the next time. Yeah. Yeah. So also a lot of generational pain and trauma lives in this energy center and it's, yeah, it may not be quote unquote ours. However, if it lives within us, it's ours to heal. Um, and that can show up in different ways based on our ancestors, who they are, what they've been through. And they say that as we do this healing work, we are breaking the generational karma for like seven generations. 
and acknowledging that, that as we do this fucking work and as we get in touch with ourselves and as we own our energies and our sense of worth and what it is that we truly need to honor ourselves in this lifetime, that we are, that that energy radiates with seven generations, seven generations backwards and seven generations forwards. So owning that responsibility within our unique souls. Also, this is a fucking, just to be real, (laughs) this is a fucking dense energy center. As I mentioned, a lot of trauma gets stuck in here and it feels like this is um, like the portal to our messy internal worlds and it feels raw and it feels vulnerable and it feels true and it feels like we often need to protect this part of ourselves and that makes complete sense because it's a sacred space within us that is truly ours. It's where we first begin to hold and harness our sense of personal power within ourselves in respect to our internal worlds. And it's also said to be the space where like source lives within us so that it's like our co-creation energy. It's our creativity energy. It's our manifestation energy. And to acknowledge that sacred space and to hold ourselves in a way which honor the value of that without feeling like we need to put up walls to protect ourselves, but to be present with ourselves in this this energy of unconditional love that lives within us and allow this this energy to move upwards and to be cleansed by that. So yeah, it all comes it all comes back to self-awareness number one and forgiveness number two and when i talk about self-awareness in terms of sex and sexuality this is something that has come through very strongly in terms of what are our intentions what do we need are we honoring that what feels true for us how can we be more in touch with ourselves what are we running away from do we feel that we have a void or are we so full in our energy that it's overflowing and that we want to connect with another individual that is also so rooted in their own fullness as well so just acknowledging what is my energy at this moment what does it need how can i support it through the healing process because some people need to abstain from sex in order to support their healing journey some people need to have more intentional sex some people need to allow themselves to be a little bit more free with their sexuality and whatever it is and wherever you are the only right answer is that which exists within you and it's going to be different from the person sitting next to you and it's going to be different from me on the other end of this podcast it's going to be uniquely yours and so when you receive the truth for your own sexual healing journey that is what you need to honor and that comes from the space as well in our sacral chakra is our as our gut intuition it's our gut feelings it's our knowingness it's it's the god that lives within us right it's our union with source and with divinity so acknowledging how important it is to be real with yourself, to allow yourself to pull back the layers and get in touch with your emotions and to feel these things and to take whatever actions and ask for whatever fucking support you need in order to be present with your feelings to allow deeper healing into the space within you because you fucking deserve that healing. You fucking deserve that healing so, so much. And I know this work isn't easy and I felt it for myself and I know that 
it takes so much courage and it takes a lot of support sometimes. And I just want to remind you how deserving you are of that support and that you hold for yourself first. Um, yeah, you are so fucking deserving of all of the love in the world. And as you do this work, you open yourself up to connect on a level that is, is of love that it's hard to put into words. It just, it's a feeling. It feels so fucking good and it feels so fucking supportive. And that is what you deserve and you deserve nothing less than that. So also honoring the energy of forgiveness in terms of forgiving yourself first for whatever it is that you have been through in this life, whatever it is that you have experienced, whatever it is that you have felt, whatever it is that you have done that has hurt you. And we have these situations where other people are involved. And in order to forgive them, we often need to forgive ourselves first for putting ourselves in that situation or for, um, for being, yeah, for putting ourselves in that situation or for staying in that situation or for accepting that treatment or whatever it is. And these are just stories that I tell myself, which is why I share from this space, but whatever you feel that needs deeper forgiveness in your life in order to help support you in feeling raw and vulnerable with your emotions and raw and vulnerable as you are and raw and vulnerable with your sexuality and to become more in touch with you at the core level, at the densest part of your being, at the most messy part of your being, I invite you to do that. I invite you to do that. That probably feels like, holy fuck. And whatever it is that you've put into a box, I just want to remind you that you are deserving of the support that you need in order to revisit that box and hold that box and create space within yourself to open that and see what it feels like to be integrated with that experience as a part of your being to make you the person that you are because I have no doubt that whether you have these experiences that are put in a box or like that are open these experiences have made you who you are and you deserve to shine in that light and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's super painful. It can be something that feels expansive. It can be in a way of integration that feels like, yeah, I am this person. Yeah, I did fucking survive this. And if I, if I survive this, I can survive anything. And I know it's painful. I know it's painful. I know it hurts. And also, I hope for you that you can see the strength that other people see in you. I hope that you can look at yourself the way your best friend looks at you. And I hope that when you look in the mirror, you can look back at that person and think to yourself, holy shit, I love this person. I love her and I love this body or him or them. I love this body for all of the emotions that it has held me through. I love this body for all of the emotions that it has held me through. I love this heart for everything that it's felt in my life. I love this mind for all of the thoughts that it has, that I love this mind for choosing love after experiencing so much pain. I love this mind for choosing love even when it's experienced hate. I love this person that I am. And that is my prayer for you is to be able to come home to that sense of self-love within you in whatever way it takes for you to get there and not feeling shame for having to ask for help and not feeling shame for having to take time for yourself in whatever way that your soul needs. But whatever your soul needs 
it deserves. If your soul is telling you, I fucking need this, it deserves that. And like without a doubt in my mind, without a doubt, like I feel in my whole body, it fucking deserves that. If that is a thought, then it is possible. Anything you can have in your, actually, I'm going to fuck up this quote, so I'm just not even going to say it. (laughs) But anywho, all right. So sexuality and shame, that was my breathwork experience and what came through I really wanted to share. So thank you for holding me through some of those downloads. And now I'll move into more of the quote unquote logistical shit, but time will tell. Um, So here's a quote that I really liked. It's by Sally Kirkland, um, who's a Golden Globe winner and an Oscar nominee. And it says, I think America is confused by someone who appears to be sexual and spiritual at the same time. Sally, girl, preach it out. 100 million percent. I think so as well. And Sally, I believe, is like 80 years old or 75. And so... This is something that still lives within us, I believe. And so I want to talk about the shame that is associated with sex. Hi, welcome to the world. (laughs) Um, Anybody else feel this or is it just me? When it comes to anything connected to sex, there is so much shame and there is so much guilt for having these like sexual needs and desires and anything that's associated with pleasure in our society, there tends to be a stigma of shame surrounding. And so how can within ourselves, can we come back to the sense of, okay, sex, this is how I feel, this sex, okay, sex, this is how I feel about you. But just getting real with ourselves and asking, like, why do I feel shame surrounding this? What have I been taught in this societal conditioning is something that runs deep and it runs through generations and we as like the millennial generation I actually don't even know if I'm a millennial but I'm just gonna pretend that I am um I honestly don't know there are all these different names for all the different generations and I I'm either like a I don't know hi I'm 28 I'm fucking something so the these generations these younger generations are restructuring the societal ideas and belief systems about shame about what why we feel shame or restructuring these things about fucking sex and we're being more open and we're going to therapy and like there are so many things that are just fucking crashing down as they should that are allowing us to become more in touch with ourselves but as these things open we need people to come in and and kind of lead the way and to teach about okay so now that this is happening what next because i think at this point we're all like what the fuck do we do with this like we know that sex shouldn't feel shame but we still feel it in our body so we're in this in between transition phase and so yeah i mean i don't know what to do i'm just here for the party i'm fucking talking about on a podcast that's a good start but um (laughs) sorry mom sorry dad um and like there is this idea that we shouldn't want it or that we shouldn't talk about it. And I'm just so happy to be a part of the people who are saying, no, fuck that. I deserve to feel pleasure. Also like female orgasms. Hey, yeah. Like we, (laughs) female pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say there's, well, it's just kind of funny because there are all these memes that are like (laughs) about how guys don't know how to give orgasms 
to girls and like heterosexual dynamics. And it's just so funny because if you're a female and you've ever had sex with a male, or if you identify as a female and you've ever had sex with someone who identifies as a male and like, listen, (laughs) I'm clapping, I'm cracking up. Um, Like, you know that some sometimes it's just, it just, yeah, pleasure isn't really a part of our story. Um, at the end of that, you're like, okay, so that was that. Good, moving on. I'm glad you had fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anywho, sex and shame. All right, moving on. Um, I am, I'm moving on now. I'm done talking about that. <laughs> I enjoy the reclamation of our sexual pleasure. I really fucking love that. I want that for us. And I want the reclamation of sex and to be on all sides of all people to understand that pleasure is our innate birthright, right? Like we came into this world deserving pleasure, deserving good things, deserving good sex. And it's time for us to bring that back into our lives and for us to understand what's happening on the energetic level so that we can bring more awareness to ourselves so that we are then connecting to the energy of sex in a way that is serving to us and to the person we're having sex with or if we're just having sex with ourselves like with ourselves but the energy that we bring in to a sexual experience affects both people and like our auric body our aura begins at like six feet like three to six feet so when you are in direct contact with that person um with another person they are literally in your energy bubble and our heart waves like the wavelengths of our heart go six feet so that person is connected it is one with your heart so in order for us to like reclaim the sense of sexuality within ourselves we have to acknowledge who the fuck we're letting into our energetic aura and it's the same thing with like sleeping in the same bed as somebody and you know when we are in that other person's energy we have to take responsibility for our own energy right because that person is absorbing that on the energetic level and um it's also connected to you know when you have sex with somebody and then you just feel fucking empty um yeah probably the energy that went in to that sexual experience was from this this energy of deficiency it was from this like void or trying to fill the void and when somebody tries to fill the void with using your body you're gonna leave feeling empty i felt that and i know i am not the only one who has ever felt that in my life it's a very common thing to feel empty and we deserve to feel full we deserve to be overflowing with our own love and to attract people into our sexual vortex that are overflowing in their own ways. And when we unite, we deserve to feel that union, that connection with each other's energy that feels just like an expression of unconditional love in the truest form. Like it opens us up to experience more love in our own lives, in our own bodies, in our own souls. And we have had that taken away from our experience of sex 
based on societal conditioning and based on the lack of understanding of the energy of sex, based on porn culture, based on slut shaming. And it's time for us to understand what the fuck is happening so that we can say, I deserve good sex and to get that good sex for ourselves. All right. Did you like my little song? I hope so. All right. Here is Allie. She's just like a long-winded bitch. Allie in third person. What the fuck is up, bitches? Okay. (laughs) So moving on to the next little segment of this chat, which is the trigger warning that I talked about experiencing sexual assault. And I want to talk about sexuality in respect to sexual trauma as well, um, which is why I'm bringing this in. Because when we experience sexual trauma, we also experience the, like the death and the rebirth of this part of ourselves. So after that is the, the best way that I know how to explain it, when we experience trauma ourselves, as we know who we are, die, and we are reborn into a new version of ourselves. And oftentimes there's like a little buffer period in between where we're still trying to figure out what the fuck to do with this, with this trauma, or maybe we put it in a box or maybe we hide it. But when we have the support that we need and when we feel safe to begin to look at this, that we've experienced this trauma that we've experienced and allow it to, to be present in our heart and allow ourselves to meet ourselves with unconditional love, with every breath, with every feeling, with every emotion that surfaces within us, that creates the process of this, this rebirthed version of ourselves. And there is no rush on this process. We cannot we cannot rush this process. There is no time frame. There is zero. The time takes its time to heal. And we this work that we do when we are healing from like when we are healing from trauma, when we're healing from the hardest fucking things that we've ever experienced in our lives, that is something that requires so much support and so much love and so much grace and so much gentleness. And we deserve to be held in that and seen in that. And all of the fucking like re-traumatization that happens as we are on this healing process when people don't meet us with love in those moments when we really fucking need it and when we don't meet ourselves with love because we feel unworthy and we treat ourselves as if we're unworthy because that's how we feel. Um, All of those things live within us and then kind of piggyback on, on the traumatic experience. So it's just this series of deep fucking pain and wounding that we have, you know, that we can allow to rise within us. And when that begins to rise within us, and when we can begin to let a little bit more love in and a little bit more love in and a little bit more love in, then from that place is where we can feel this ushering in of the new energy of what we're being reborn into. And oftentimes this is really painful. Um, It was really painful for me. And after my experience and there, yeah, 
there, the, our trauma lives in our body. Um, it lives in the body. And as much work as we can do on ourselves, there are also different things that can happen. That's like, holy shit, you still have work to do. I talked about this on my um, podcast with Brenna, but I'll link it in the show notes. But after I was sexually assaulted, it was four years later and I had done so much fucking work on myself. And, um, I, I got a DUI that was the direct result of a trigger that I had experienced. Um, and of course there's also the element of personal responsibility and the factors that I was drinking, which led to me getting a DUI. Um, and also there's the other element of, okay, Allie, I feel so much fucking like compassion for you because looking back on that experience, I'm like, uh, of course that happened. Of course I did that. Of course I ran away. Um, I was scared <laughs> and I, I was triggered and I was brought, I was literally like psychologically brought back to the time and space of when I was raped. Um, just based on the way that things were unfolding and how many situational circumstances mirrored my experience of of being of being sexually assaulted and i remember i went to go visit one of my best friends who's a survivor as well and she said to me i understand i understand why you did that that makes complete sense to me and hearing her words i was like holy shit you're right you're right like of course my brain responded in that way and so these traumas that we experience, we can work through them in so many different ways. But the reality is, is that it lives in our body and we have this healing work happens on the daily, on a daily basis when we choose actions that support our worth and don't speak to the stories we have surrounding why we're unworthy and the stories we have of why, when we were treated as if we were unworthy. And when we choose differently and when we choose love for ourselves, those are the actions that rewire the pathways in our brain that teach us to hold the belief that we are fucking worthy. So, yes. Thank you for holding me in that as I share <laughs> some more like personal vulnerable vulnerable things. And ah, yeah, returning to the wisdom of the body to guide us through every time with each fucking breath, with each moment, um, both alone and together. What do I need to feel safe within myself? What do I need to feel safe within myself? What do I need to feel safe within this person? How can I communicate that with love? How can I communicate my own self-love in each and every moment to come back to this sense of personal power on the internal world and to hold this really raw and vulnerable um, and true essence of who I am and respect my emotions and honor my emotions and not say, okay, these emotions are too much. And because they're too much, I don't deserve to act on them. I don't deserve to speak on them. No, no, that's a story in our head that does not serve us. And we do deserve to honor our emotions. If our emotions are here, we deserve to act on them. If our emotions are here, we deserve to speak on them. So seeing our emotions from a point of compassion and unconditional love and looking inwards and being like, 
okay, I do deserve support in this moment. So what does that look like for me? What boundaries do I need in place? Who can I call? What do I need? Who can hold me in this? Who do I know and really feel on the gut level can hold me in this in the way that I need to be held? Or do I just need to be with myself? And whatever answer comes through, it is your responsibility to act on it. (sighs) Yeah, it is. And it's not always fucking easy to act on. People say um, that we can, once you know better, you'll do better. I personally think that's bullshit. Um, (laughs) And the reason I think it's bullshit is because I have watched myself in this lifetime fucking know better and not do better over and over and over and over and over and over. And so the reality of the situation is what I have learned in this lifetime is that we can know better and not do better. So once we remove the fucking judgment from not doing better, we start to then do better. (laughs) It's pretty wild how that works. Change comes from a source of love. It doesn't come from judgment. When we judge ourselves for not doing better, we keep ourselves stuck energetically in the state of not doing better. We're not going to choose things that make us feel worthy when we're judging ourselves and keeping us feeling unworthy. We're not going to change that behavior pattern if the belief doesn't fit it. So it's it's non-negotiable to cultivate a sense of self-love along this process in a, in, a, in a sense of gentleness within us. We deserve to be gentle with ourselves as we're navigating this shit. As we're navigating our emotions, they're the most gentle, sensitive things within us. And how can we honor that? Holy shit, how can we fucking honor those emotions? They are the compass that bring us back to ourselves and... being in touch with our emotions is one of the most important thing that we can do for ourselves because it brings us back in touch with our needs. And when we're in touch with our needs, we can then honor them. But if we're constantly showing up in the world from a space of not having our needs met, we're not going to be living a very happy, joyful, fulfilling life. We're going to be in the energy of lack and depletion and overwhelm. We deserve to have our needs met. And that starts with letting a little bit more love in, just a tiny bit more love in each and every day. Like, yeah, y'all, if I could tell you (laughs) how long it has taken me to show up with more love every day, it's it's been a solid 10 years. (laughs) It's been a fucking life. It's been my 28 years actually. But in the past 10 years, it's been like actively cultivating the sense of love within me and It was expressed differently at the beginning of this journey than it is now because I didn't know that I was deserving of this love too. I just thought I was like, give to other people, give, 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 give. And now I'm learning how to receive. And that still, still after 10 years of doing the fucking work feels scary to me. And we all have our different wounds. We all have our different healing journey, but whatever it is that we're working on and working through and working with, We deserve what lies on the other side of this, of the deep waters of feeling emotional and feeling yucky and feeling sticky and feeling overwhelmed. And what lies on the other side of that when we choose to do this work is freedom. It's freedom. It's connection. It's genuine connection. It's unconditional love. The energy of unconditional love Oh, it makes me emotional just to think about it. It is the most beautiful 
thing I have ever felt in my life. And to hold that within myself and to feel what that feels like when I connect to others who hold that for me and hold that for themselves, it's life-changing. It is fucking life-changing. And we all deserve that. I'm not special. I don't deserve unconditional love anybody more, any more than anybody else. When I say I'm not special, I mean I'm special as we all are, but like in our own ways. And also I am not more special than anybody else. I am special just like you in my own way, in your own way. Yeah. Because God lives within me the way God lives within you. And that deserves to be expressed and held and nurtured every step of the way. And anybody who has taught you or showed you that that is not true was wrong. They were wrong. They were wrong about you when they taught you that you were unworthy. They were fucking wrong, as you are. You are deserving of all of the goodness in this world. And you are deserving of unconditional love and you are deserving of genuine connection and you are deserving of good sex and you are deserving of the support that you need every step of the way along this journey. All right. Beautiful. All right. We're going to transition into talking about sacred sexuality. Ah, I'm a little fired up y'all. So when we, so this is a quote, um, from Judith Plasco And she's an American theologian, author, and activist known for being the first Jewish feminist theologian. Theologian? (laughs) Theology, but like make it a noun for a person. Okay, got it. We're all on the same page. So here's the fucking quote. Good. Glad we got that out of the way. Um, Here's the quote. When we touch the place in our lives where sexuality and spirituality come together, We touch our wholeness and the fullness of our power, and at the same time, our connection with a power larger than ourselves. I'm going to read that one more time. When we touch the place in our lives where sexuality and spirituality come together, we touch our wholeness and the fullness of our power, and at the same time, our connection with a power larger than ourselves. Fuck yeah, Judith. Judith gets it. Um, Judith definitely fucking gets it. Sorry, just taking a quick sip of water. All this sex talk's making me nervous. <laughs> Dry mouth. Okay, good. Glad we got that out of the way as well. Um, so energy versus sexual energy. Are they that different? No, they're fucking not. <laughs> it's all energy. Sexuality is just a singular expression of the energy that runs through us. All right. Sexuality is just a singular expression of the energy that runs through us. And there's something that um, I was working one-on-one with an astrologer. And when she taught me about Mars, the planet Mars, um, she told me Mars is our energy and our sexual energy. And I was like, what? They're the same? <laughs> I was so mind blown. It was one of those moments where I was like sitting in on the other end of the Zoom call like, no, that's not real. But it is real. Our energy and our sexual energy are, it's just fucking energy. It's just energy and it's all the same. So I want to go into the energetics just briefly and maybe I'll do a second episode on like deep diving into the energetics if you guys are interested, but this will just be for like today's purposes, very brief. 
So Lisa Stardust in a Refinery29 article mentions that Mars is the planet of desires, actions, energy, passion, war, aggression, sex, and assertion. And it shows how you can take action and argue, and it reveals your sexual inclinations. Um, Mars also depicts how one uses their innate energy to achieve their goals, and it depicts their energy levels too. So very interesting. Um, I, I learned as well that like Venus, where it is in our charts, it represents who we're attracted to or who will be, um, like drawn to in love. And Mars represents how we then express that, that love to that person, um, especially in, in respect to sexuality. So yeah, sexual energy and energy are very fucking similar. And when you think about the reason I bring in the planet, um, and this isn't the only planet I'm going to bring in, I want to talk about Venus a little bit too, but it's just interesting because it's an entire energetic category. And when we tune into the energy of that category that is harbored in this planet, you can't help but feel the similarities. And it's the same thing with like the sacral chakra, how I talk about the energy of that center that lives within us because that energy center is connected to creativity. It's connected to intuition, our emotions. It's connected to our subconscious mind. It's connected to our manifestation, the source within us. It's And it's connected to sexuality and reciprocity and our balance of the feminine and the masculine energy that exists within us. And so all of these, however different these elements are in our worlds, energetically they're very fucking similar and when we heal one portion of the these larger pockets of um of our souls we really support the healing of the others as well and that's a really important thing to know and to acknowledge that if you are doing the work on sexuality you are also very deeply connecting that to the energy of money um so now i'll bring in venus hey venus come on through we're going to talk about you so venus is the planet of love of beauty of um of like material things of value of worth and it's love and money and so when we think about the energetics of venus we cannot like separate um, love from money. So when we hold those two together, we are supporting the evolution of both of them when we decide to work on one of them. Um, and that's really fucking important to acknowledge. So when you do the work in one area, it's going to benefit on the other. And often love and money come together to us at the same time. Um, <laughs> just saying. And all right, cool. So we've talked about the planets. Planets are cool. Like I said, brief, just being brief. Oh, also one thing, one fun thing. If you want to do any type of ceremony or intention or <laughs> I'm a ceremony bitch. I love a good ceremony. So Tuesday is dedicated to Mars and Friday is dedicated to Venus. So if you feel called to work with, you know, on Tuesday, like the, um, the sexual energy, the more 
masculine feeling of sexuality um, in terms of like aggression and doing things or if you want to work with more of the feminine energy and sexuality to depending on what you're healing um, that is friday friday is venus energy and yeah so diving into the divine feminine and having like a love date for yourself with venus on fridays if that feels aligned for any reason um or if i'm just speaking like jargon right now i apologize but thanks for bearing with me okay one more thing kundalini kundalini hi i didn't study kundalini yoga um i studied like holistic vinyasa flow yoga but kundalini they they these people the the kundalini people they talk about how um we have this energy that is coiled at the base of the spine and a kundalini awakening is when that energy moves upwards to the top of the head to the crown chakra and that is referred to as a kundalini awakening or listen to this motherfuckers or it's referred to as a full body orgasm yep full body orgasm and the sexuality and our sexual energy is not separate from our energy in the teachings of kundalini so it's just really important to acknowledge that they're not that fucking separate um yeah so let's see Let's move on along to the next thing. I have this outline here. I made an outline for a solid five hours, so it's a really long outline. <laughs> and I've talked about the solid, like, two bullet points out of all of the fucking outline that I made. What can I say? Procrastination station, baby. Sexuality. Let me just get a little nervous and question my worth for <laughs> five hours for no reason. Okay, back on track. Um, so, ah, I really loved this quote this quote um my ability to receive love is matched by my ability to excavate the fears i have when it comes to intimacy my ability to receive love is matched by my ability to excavate the fears i have when it comes to intimacy and that's by chani nicholas and yeah, fuck yeah. Our ability to receive love is matched by the ability to excavate the fears I have when it comes to intimacy. Hell yeah. Chani, fuck yeah. Queen, all right. Um, so now moving more into how sexual energy is a deficiency. It's not a surplus. Um, I made an Instagram quote about this and I think I freaked a few people out. My DMs were popping after this and I was like, is everybody going to be okay? Um, I was really worried about people. So hence the podcast episode. So here's what I said. I'm just gonna read it real quick. Being horny isn't a surplus of sexual energy. It's a deficiency. Holy shit. I read that line this morning in a post by Chris, um, Chris something awakened. Okay. Chris is, Chris is woke and I'm, and I'm shook. Sorry. I ventured from the (laughs) Hi, Allie. Welcome back to podcasting. Podcasting 101 with Allie. Trying to talk. Trying to find words. All right. We're back. We're back to the quote, okay, that I wrote, that I posted on Instagram. I've learned this before, but today I feel it with my whole body. As a woman who feels empowered and connected to her sexuality, who cherishes and respect it, respects her high sex drive, who has done so much internal work surrounding sex, this realization brought me somewhere new within myself. It challenged me and my beliefs. 
And it invited me to peel back yet another layer of what the fuck is happening in my own internal world. And that, that's where the magic's at in terms of healing. Being horny isn't a deficiency of sexual energy. It's the energy of hunger, of need, of lack. When we talk about lack energetically, we're talking about a hole within ourselves that needs to be filled. We often seek to fill these holes externally, money, cars, sex, booze, drugs, being busy, etc, etc, etc. What if we looked at that hole through the eyes of love in deep presence? How can I support myself from within in this moment? How can I work with my own divine energy to bring presence, awareness, and unconditional love to the part of me that is navigating from the space of deficiency? We all have our own healing journeys when it comes to sex, and I respect each and every path that brings you home to your divinity. Bringing presence, love, and radical acceptance to this journey has been extremely transformative for my own life. There is no right or wrong when it comes to healing. The only right is honoring your truth and the divine wisdom that lives within you. I love you. I'm here for you. And I'm holding your hand along this journey, sweet love. So yeah, hell yeah. The acknowledgement that sexual energy is a deficiency is a deficiency like totally shook me the fuck up. I was like, what? I just imagined that it was a surplus, right? Like, wouldn't that make sense? It would, but it's just not the energetic way of how it is. Sexual energy is of hunger, is of starvation, starvation, is of need. It's of, it's of lack. It's this void that we have within ourselves that we need to be filled. And when we are in the energy of lack, we block ourselves from receiving what we truly desire. And we can really only attract what matches the vibration that we're holding in that moment. So if that vibration is of lack, is of hunger, is of need, the type of love that we're going to be attracting and the type of sexual partners that we're going to be attracting is going to be of wounded love. Because what exists within us when we are holding that energy of of emptiness, of the void, of the need, of the attachment to this thing to save us, that is the projection of our own wounds onto the other person. And it's time that like as a society, we begin to take responsibility for our own energy so that we're not wounding others by having sex with them. Like I don't, I no longer want to feel empty from having sex with people. And of course, in part, that's my responsibility, right? And also it's, it's the dynamic. It's the dynamic of, okay, when I enter into this energy with this person, what are they bringing into the room with them? Because whatever they bring into the room with them is literally released into your energy vortex when they orgasm. Like, let's just think about this for a moment. That is then released into you, into your energy when they orgasm. And we don't deserve that. Like, no, we don't fucking deserve that. No matter who we are, we do not deserve to absorb wounded sexual energy. All that does is keep us stuck in the pattern of sexual wounding. And we deserve evolution. We deserve expansion. We deserve abundance. Abundance of love is the exact opposite of the energy of deficiency and lack. And 
It is time that we fucking honor the sacredness of the sexual energy that exists within us and we begin to act from that place. And that goes right back to our self-awareness. What the fuck do we know to be true about our needs and our sexual healing process? What does that look like for us? And how can we show up for ourselves in a way that supports that? What support do we need as we choose to act from this space of healing? What support do we need as we choose to love ourselves more deeply and appreciate our sexual energy? Because the sexual energy is is one of the most sacred parts of our being, right? If our sexual energy is no different than our energy, think about the wave of um, just like the energetic waves that radiate through your being when you choose to act from a place of I am not worthy. That's your whole energy that affects your whole being. And then you think about the little pockets of um, of your soul, like your sacral chakra, which exists from this place. So that's also money. Okay, I'm pushing away money by having sex with this person who makes me feel empty. Who makes me feel empty? I remember there's one, there were a couple of times when I had like a sexual experience with somebody and I just felt like they had taken something from me. And when you feel like somebody has taken something from you for whatever fucking reason, that makes you resent yourself. I was not mad at them. I was mad at me. And I deserve freedom from that. I deserve freedom from that. And so do you. And yeah, like 100 fucking million percent, we deserve freedom for that, from that. We deserve to feel full and overflowing and abundant in all aspects of of that and all expressions of that. <sighs> all right. Sex, 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 sex. And that also comes back to the energy of forgiveness, right? Forgiving ourselves. Ah, and letting go of the energetic chains that tie us to the past through the portal of forgiveness and allowing ourselves to come back to presence. And presence is really the fucking key here. Presence is the key to good sex, 100%. And when you're in states of deep presence, the only energy that exists is love. There's no judgment. When we are judging ourselves, we are living in our minds, not in a state of deep presence. We are living in like in our ego. Our ego comes up and it says, oh, you don't look good at that angle. Oh, you have double chins. Oh, look at look at your rolls. Oh, your boobs don't look that good. Oh, what ass? Just <laughs> speaking on like my own personal, uh, the things that come up in my mind when I would, you know, like enter into that, that sexual experience when like, you know, this these voices of judgment that come up within us, that's not in a state of deep presence. That's me being lost in my head. And when I'm lost in my head, I can't be present in my body. And when you're not present, there is no pleasure. And it's really hard to orgasm when you're not present, right? And that's one of the beautiful things about sex is it brings us to that state of deep presence with ourselves and with whoever if we choose to share that experience with somebody else, but in that state of deep presence, there's only love. So how can we choose partners that support that space of unconditional love for ourselves? 
And that's really what it's about too. It's like tapping into this portal of fucking love and feeling showered in that and feeling like there's an overflow and not acting from a space of depletion, but, or need or hunger or starvation, but acting from a space of, Ooh, I love myself so much. And I really want to share this in a way that feels supportive to my evolution if, and when the time arises and just honoring that energy of love and that cultivation of that love within you and where that comes in first before acting sexually with another, right? So yeah, healing that relationship with yourself and with your body, first and foremost, getting honest with yourself, being present in your body. What does my body need? How can I feel safe with myself? And when you get the answers, this is a fucking key takeaway as we do this little wrap up. Um, when you get the answers to these questions, it is your responsibility to honor them. It is your responsibility to honor the answers that come through that support your healing and to act from that space of honoring yourself. Bell Hooks says, love is an action, never simply a feeling. Love is an action, never simply a feeling. Acknowledging, are we acting from this energy of love for ourselves? Because we can feel love for ourselves and not act on it. And it's time for all of us to begin acting on the love that we have for ourselves and expressing that through all aspects of our being, including sexuality, especially sexuality. Ah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, <laughs> so that is a wrap up of all of the shit that's been coming through surrounding sex and sexuality. And in terms of key takeaways, yeah, presence unconditional love, gentleness, not rushing the process, honoring the answers that come through, taking responsibility for your own energy and honoring the energy of those around you and really tuning into this sense of overflow, this overflow of love and your sense of self-worth as you look deep within the raw, vulnerable, emotional parts of you that truly fucking deserve love, that truly fucking deserve love and allowing just a little bit more love to hold you in those places and spaces, see what that feels like and see how you can then take that increased sense of self-love and self-worth to apply it outwards in your actions. And it doesn't necessarily have to be connected to sexuality. It could be, it could be, but it could be anything. It could be completely separate. And only you know what the portal is to come back home to your own sense of self-love that exists within you because unconditional love isn't just something that exists within some of us. It is something that is present in all of us. It exists in there fucking somewhere. It took me a long ass time to figure out where that was and how to access that, but it is an innate part of our being and we deserve to be in deep connection with that part of ourselves 
in order to allow ourselves to really open. We deserve to be open. We deserve to be expanded. We deserve to experience pleasure. We deserve to attract all of the money that we need. Really, truly. We deserve to be taken care of. We deserve to have our hearts taken care of. We deserve to have our hearts held and supported and loved. We deserve to be cherished and appreciated as we are and seen. We deserve to be seen in our light. And we deserve to be held through our darkness. So with that, I just want to send you a little extra love no matter what the fuck it is that you are navigating. I I see you. And I, yeah, I fucking love you. I fucking love you for all that you are. And if you haven't heard that today, I invite you to really feel that in your heart with your whole fucking heart. I love you and I am here with you. You are never alone. You are always supported. Ah, All right, you guys, thank you so much for coming. I love you so much. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to, or afternoon or morning, whatever time of day it is. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Bad Witches Only. I'm Allie Schlenner, your host. And just know that I'm sending you the biggest virtual hug of your whole life. And <laughs> I hope it feels, feels beautiful because you deserve that. You deserve to be held. Peace out, my bad witch, queens, kings. I love you. Peace out.